0: Sister Carolyn Gornikopkowski, a Benedictine sister of Erie, Pennsylvania, has been a retreat leader and spiritual animator for more than 30 years. Welcome to her conversations and interactive reflections on creation spirituality. May they deepen your love affair with creation and lead you to meet God, self, and others through a new lens. Learn more about the Benedictine Sisters of Erie at eriebenedictines.org. As I
1: begin this podcast, I wonder when I first heard this word, peace, perhaps from my mother's lips when she lulled me, coaxing me with sleep in peace. For sure, as I grew into childhood, there were plenty of Christmas carols with the theme of peace, except those songs usually referred to somewhere called heavenly peace. Perhaps also when a child, I heard my dad say, can't we have a little peace around here? Chances are I grew to adulthood hearing peace in various forms and with multiple meanings and messages. And then in 1969, at my final profession, I was given the title Peace. Now, not just any peace. Here's how I heard it. Carolyn of the Peace of Christ. At our final profession, we make a commitment to live the gospel of Jesus through a commitment to follow the Benedictine way of life. The prioress gives you a title. It is a quality that is evident in you, however, one that calls for a deeper development in you. That's how I set out almost 53 years ago, to experience the depth of peace in the Benedictine way of life. I am praying a lot for peace these days, as there seems to be no peace anywhere. So many divisions. We can hardly believe what is happening throughout the world today. Endless violence, killings, wars. We see, we feel, hear the terrible results that come from divisions everywhere. The gift of diversity seems to be lost. And victims suffer and die. Peace, peace, the people cry out in prayer. There seems to be little peace to spare. And yet God does call out an invitation that may be the response that's needed. It comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 9, verses 11 to 17. Recently, I delved into this scripture since I was one of four sisters who planned the Liturgy of the Word for this coming Sunday, the feast we call Corpus Christi in most Christian communities. It is one of the great aspects of our faith that the central symbol of community is sharing a meal, a meal as simple and universal as bread. Now, the central response is our prayer of thanksgiving as we participate in the sharing of the bread. It is then that we recognize the God within and the grace that is continually available to us. It is this grace that empowers us to reach out in service to others. In the scripture, according to Luke, Jesus calls out, You give them something. Now, let me refresh your memory of that scripture story. Jesus always seemed to gather a large crowd, and this time it was recorded as 5,000. Quite a large crowd of people, all coming to be cured and needing food all with so little food, five loaves, two fish. They faced a reality that loomed way beyond their immediate resources. They were in a deserted place. Certainly, there were frustrations. What to do? We are in similar straits today, facing current situations, with people hungry, homeless. How could they have fed 5,000 people with so small of an offering? What to do? Was it even thinkable that they could do something, anything? How many times have I heard people say that it's not thinkable that they could Do anything to help the situation in Ukraine. In the USA, with mass shootings and neighborhood killings, where a hospital patient shoots his doctor dead rather than suing him. What to do? I've been one of those persons myself. One feels so helpless. Back to the scripture, what response to all that we face today does Luke offer? Actually, it's Jesus who offers an invitation. Quote, Jesus said, you give them something, unquote. Today, can we hear Jesus say, you give them something. You give them something to eat, a place to sleep. You give them hope and beauty. You give them companionship and you share your wisdom. Yes, even the smallest of actions is significant. Working together, one one plus one is most often the best way to act. Groups of people can make larger public statements that can be way more significant. But groups of people begin with one person, Y-O-U. And peace begins with one person, you. Are these words familiar? Let there be peace on earth, and let it begin with me. When will there be peace? We continue to sing, let this be the moment now. Let this be my solemn vow, to take each moment and live each moment in peace eternally. I agree. God calls us to be open, be awake to the present situation, choose wisely, and act with passion. Having received my title of peace almost 53 years ago, these questions have been front row and center for me. Earlier in this podcast, I said, I am praying a lot for peace these days, as there seems to be no peace anywhere. So many divisions. But there are what I might name pockets of peace. You can find them in a lot of places. For instance, go back to my last podcast to hear the account of one sister's response she simply sat in front of her computer and prayed. Curious? That's detailed in podcast 134. 134. Another. Watch a reputable news station or check out one on your cell phone. Yes, you will see and hear more of the divisions that face us, but... A newscast that offers a truer vision will highlight individuals, people, even whole towns who seek peace. And their efforts are not only actions of peace but are clearly works of justice. One example, a response from my own community. At the conclusion of morning prayer, We now pray the universal prayer for peace. Lead me from death to life, from falsehood to truth. Lead me from despair to hope, from fear to trust. Lead me from hate to love, from war to peace. Let peace fill our heart, our world, our universe. I learned that this very prayer is said at noon by seekers all over the world. This forms a wave of prayer and hope, rippling daily and circling the globe. Let each of us then be open to whatever is our current reality. Let each of us be a witness. To one another that peace is possible and with the spirit's grace to strengthen us let us move through our prayers into action where risks are not barriers but opportunities to go beyond ourselves to where peace and justice abide this takes effort both personally and communally. Remember the grace of God working through prayer can be of service to others. Want to ride the wave of prayer? Want to commit yourself to the work of peace? Take a moment to think. Take all the moments it takes. Let us all say amen and do whatever we can. Yes, it is worth all it takes to reach the goal. To live in peace with justice for all is a reward for everyone. So be it. Amen. Go and work for peace. Amen.
0: Sister Carolyn on Creation Spirituality is brought to you by the Benedictine Sisters of Erie. Visit eriebenedictines.org to learn more about the impact of Benedictine spirituality in our world and to offer your financial support that helps make our outreach possible.